the Public News Service Stone Newscast for February the 13th, 2023. I'm Mike Kendrick. Massachusetts is not only the most educated state, it also had some of the highest increases in educational attainment between 2019 and 2021, according to a new report. The Lumina Foundation research shows more than 62% of adults ages 25 to 64 have earned a post-secondary degree or workforce certification, outpacing the national average of about 54%. Still, Genesis Corella with the Education Trust says higher education has become inaccessible for far too many. As one of the wealthiest states in our nation, there's definitely some glaring and growing gaps in who can afford college. Tuition and fees at Massachusetts public colleges have increased nearly 60% in the past two decades, while state-funded financial aid fell by 47%. Corella says that's concerning for students working in a knowledge-based economy that relies on workers with college degrees. I'm Catherine Carley reporting. Next, we head to Ohio, where environmentalists say they are concerned oil and gas operations planned on state lands could harm the health and property of citizens living nearby. Last month, Governor Mike DeWine signed House Bill 507 into law, which approves licenses for companies seeking to extract natural resources from state lands. Former U.S. Department of Energy scientist Yuri Gorby explains oil and gas wells drilled into the Marcellus and Utica Shale dredge up radium, uranium, and potassium deposits, along with all of the chemicals used in the fracking process. The result generates radioactive waste that can seep into the local drinking water supply. The whole process is releasing this material and the potential, not just the potential, but the reality is those chemicals and radioactive elements are getting into surface and groundwaters and being spread around. Gorby points out there are no existing federal or state regulations that treat waste from fracking as hazardous material, known as the Halliburton loophole in the Federal Safe Drinking Water Act. In a press statement, Governor DeWine said he believes the new law does not fundamentally change the criteria and processes established by the Ohio General Assembly in 2011 that created the policy of leasing mineral rights under state parks and lands. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. According to data from the state's Department of Natural Resources, more than 250,000 oil and natural gas wells have been drilled in Ohio. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden, that from the Washington Post. It was the fourth such downing in eight days and the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace. This is Public News Service. Now to Colorado, one of just four states where more than 60% of adults ages 25 to 64 have achieved a professional certificate or degree beyond high school. That's according to a new Lumina Foundation report. Andrew Vidockler with Pickens Technical College in Aurora credits the state's high ranking to good partnerships between local school districts and institutes of higher learning, as well as state agencies that can deploy resources in ways that help students cross the finish line. I think our school system, our higher ed department, our community college system, CU, CSU, do a fantastic job of getting folks ready for industry. Colorado and the nation continue to struggle to boost opportunities and remove barriers for students of color. While attainment rates for these students have been slowly on the rise since 2009, disparities remain. I'm Eric Galatis. According to the Colorado Department of Higher Ed, 
75% of all jobs in the state require a certificate or degree. Now from Eric Tegetoff, Washington State lawmakers are considering eliminating the statute of limitations for child sexual abuse cases. House Bill 1618 would revise the current three-year limitation from the discovery of child sexual abuse injuries for filing claims for damages in civil suits. Daryl Cochran is an attorney in Tacoma and former president of the Washington State Association for Justice. He says this bill recognizes that victims might suppress memories of abuse or struggle for years before coming to terms with it. Most of us understand how traumatic it is for child sexual abuse victims and the trauma itself prevents most victims from coming forward ever. And to the extent that they do come forward, they don't come forward until very late in life. Opponents of the bill say eliminating the statute of limitations and the ability to implement it retroactively could hurt businesses or entities that may have destroyed records and have no way to defend themselves. Finally, Suzanne Potter lets us know Congress working on the new 2023 Farm Bill. Healthy soil absorbs more carbon, so to promote soil health, regenerative farmers grow a variety of crops together, use cover crops, harvest by hand, and use natural methods to repel pests. Arahi Sharma with the Natural Resources Defense Council says the new farm bill should promote these best practices. From the 1970s onwards, decades of agricultural policy have prioritized unsustainable farming practices over regenerative ones. I'm Suzanne Potter. This story produced with original reporting from Kali Wells for KCRW. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. Member and listener supported, here are some interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.